It's not all crap. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Don't Feed the Coos, by Jonathan Stutzman, illustrated by Heather Fox, published by Henry Holt and Company. Don't Feed the Coos is a cautionary tale warning us, the readers, about the horrors that come along with feeding a certain kind of bird. By the title, the cover, and the way it's written, yes, it feels a hell of a lot like a Mo Willems knockoff. Well, will this be a cheap imitation with nothing but bad bird poop jokes? Or will it have deep commentary about current troubles in today's society? I hope you ate before this, because I don't think we're supposed to bring food. The tale opens, and we see a girl walking with a loaf of bread, coming across a bird. The author tells us that we'll be enticed to feed a bird called a coo, because they're so nice and cute. Who wouldn't be enticed? It's such an innocent-looking creature. I feel like we're watching one of those ASPCA commercials with Sarah McLaughlin, and we're looking at those poor little dogs in the arms of an angel, far away from here. They nearly got me to give up my paycheck for those dogs. And a t-shirt. Speaking of which, you can show off that you're a part of the club and get all of your official This Goose is Cook gear at our Zazzle shop. Man, that was a clean plug. Let's keep this rolling, shall we? Well, the book warns us not to give a coup anything. And... Shit. Too late. The girl already pinched off a loaf and threw it at the bird, like Amber Heard throwing out the first pitch of a baseball game. That bird has no clue what's coming. The book begins its reasoning with this, quote, If you feed one, dot dot dot, they will all come. End quote. Shit. Not only do they stick around, they invite all their family and friends too. And shocker, all of them are now looking for free handouts. Is this commentary on socialism or social programs? Well, let's dive deeper. This is getting scary. It's like Hitchcock's The Birds. The girl tries to run, but she can't break them. They're stuck to her like Pete Davidson on Kim Kardashian. Oh, wait. She dropped his ass, didn't she? Bad example. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Nope. Ben and Jen Lopez. Close enough. These birds just won't go away. They follow this girl everywhere. And what does she get in return for food and shelter? Quote, And to thank you for feeding them, the coos will leave poos. End quote. Okay. If this isn't commentary on San Francisco then I don't know what is. There's shit everywhere. But now the author makes an odd claim that they'll take your tube socks and we can see the kid's room is covered in white goo everywhere. And I mean everywhere. They exploded all over this room. It looks like a room after the AVN Awards. These birds are driving this poor girl crazy. We can see her screaming looking up to the clouds with her mouth and arms open and the white goo is all over her shirt. I would close my mouth if I were her. 
It's as if she's saying she's had enough. And she's looking for someone, anyone, to come along and bail her out. The author touches on all the schemes that both we and she will try to come up with to get rid of the coups. And we can see the girl trying to employ way too many of them at her hair salon. And then she gives up on that and puts up signs that say things like, quote, private property, coup-free zone, and go away. The signs are even less successful. But it makes me wonder if this is commentary on the wide-open southern border and illegal immigration that the United States and other countries are dealing with. The coups even take her signs as their own and cross out some of the words to make them pro-coup, and they hold a rally. The story starts to wind down with the author explicitly telling us to recognize our destiny. He even tells us to take them in as our own family and to keep feeding them. Who's going to pay for that, I might ask. But then he ends the tale with a rather interesting take, claiming sarcastically that they will be loyal to us forever and repeating one last time, we won't be able to get rid of them. But just then, an old man comes along with more birdseed that they like better than ours, and all the coups leave the little girl, and us, and surround him. Is the author making a pointed observation that one political party may think that these people will be loyal to them, but that's not actually the case, and another political party could come along and fill their hunger with something different? and they will immediately show preference to that party. Well, let's jump into the moral deeper. It certainly seems that this author is using this cute little story about birds to make connections to social programs and the immigration issues of today. If that is the case, it certainly raises the question, if we give free handouts to anyone and everyone, how do we get people not only to be productive members of society, but to uphold the values of our country. Hence, the birds shitting on everything. And that is the conundrum that no one has figured out. Could I be misreading this? Could the whole book just be about a bunch of moocher birds filled with poop jokes? I don't know. On to Jonathan's writing. Some may find it to be profound. And I will say, it raises some interesting questions. But for me, it was a few too many poop jokes. He beat the joke to death. It's pretty clear to me now, the only reason he named the bird Koo is because it rhymes with poo and number two. Not to mention, it brings about the visual of someone cooing, struggling to get one out. Hoo! 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 You may ask, David, I didn't think there were that many poop jokes from your summary. To which I say, yeah, I know. I skipped over them, because with the past few books, Butterflies on the First Day of School, and Whoopi's Big Book of Manners, to be specific, there's been a few too many poop jokes lately. You guys are going to start thinking, that's all we do here, instead of making insightful reviews. But for whatever reason, we just can't seem to get away from these reads that take too much delight in defecation. On to Heather's pictures. Again, they seem to be inspired by Mo Willems. But they were fun and goofy, which aided in making this one feel like a brisk read. There's a lot to unpack with this, between the social commentary 
and the number two jokes all swirled together. But if you're not afraid to get dirty, you might get a lot out of it. So on a scale from one to five, I'm giving this book a 2.7. I'm having a taste, pushing it around, and then going back for a few more bites. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.